This is Rowena from Pretty Creative, and my drink of choice is an ice cold white wine. I'm Gemma from Contently Driven, and my drink of choice is red wine. And I'm Makala from Inspired Office, and my drink of choice is a sparkling white wine. Work Life Wine Time supports the responsible consumption of alcohol. <laughs> Work Life Wine Time supports the responsible drinking of alcohol. If you drink too much wine, People in your industry look like enemies, but they can form a community. So you'll have wine with them, share your challenges and wins, and learn from each other. Brought to you by Dora Nicolau, Melbourne. Awesome and welcome, ladies. It's Gemma here with you today, and I'm ever so excited to connect you with our amazing guest speaker and a work wife of mine, herself, in the flesh. Dora Nicolau, welcome. Thanks, Gemma. It's lovely to be here and chatting to you. Oh, it's so good to have you. And ladies, today we're talking about the world of copywriting as we're both copywriters ourselves and marketers, but we're just focusing on copy for today. And we're speaking all about our businesses, our industry, collaboration over competition and how we support each other even though people would say that we're competitors we're both women we're both daughters business owners and we help each other professionally and personally and we know that we've got each other's backs without further ado over to you dora so please can you tell us what is it that you do um, so, thanks Gemma. As you said, I'm a copywriter and marketer. I've been in the industry for more than 15 years. I really help service-based businesses with their, with nailing their message and their marketing to be able to put their brand out there confidently. So I feel that, you know, when it comes to copy, people feel really overwhelmed so I just take that overwhelm, I help them break it down, we nail the message and then they feel like they're more, more in control of their message because it's aligned with them so that they can go forward and promote themselves confidently. Awesome. I know exactly what you're talking about. Love it. And what's, what's your qualifications? Um, so I've got a Bachelor in Communications, which was in Advertising Marketing. I've got a diploma in business marketing. I'm just trying to think. This just feels like a lifetime ago. Oh, and I've got a graduate certificate in marketing too. Oh, goodness me. Look at that. You are all up there with everything. That's fantastic. Very, very good qualifications in there, Dora. So tell us about your past working life. Um, so I've worked in both private and public. So uh, in, sorry, public sector. I've worked in education so I've worked at universities I've worked at um, registered training organizations so small educational institutions I've worked in semi-government organizations so governments that weren't funded by government but were legislative by government so I used to do things like annual reports brochures email communications um, and I've also helped um, professional services like consultants and technology companies as well that's that's quite the background <laughs> and what what brought you into into the industry was it because of your studies or was it something you thought about when you were younger a bit of both I loved to write when I was 
younger. Mm-hmm. So I always mm-hmm. had a journal and I always had a pen and paper and I still do in my bag, wherever I go. But I think it was just, I think, I, I think falling into the Bachelor of Communications because I wanted to do marketing and advertising and you, I got a lot of exposure to the communications side of things really helped push me into that, not push me into the industry, but really make me love and appreciate the industry and want to work in it. Wonderful. I can totally relate. <laughs> and then so after that long career, what, what brought you to work for yourself and start your own business? I just moved from Canberra to Melbourne. I had two young children, both under four, and I was at home. I was feeling a little bit lost, new state, two young children, no job. And I just, I was helping my friends with their marketing and their copywriting, especially their copywriting. So I was helping my friends was in real estate, so I was helping her with her copy and I was helping another service-based business. And I was finding that every time I was writing, it was like my my mood would change, my spirits would lift, it would just really light me up. And so I decided, well, what am I doing? Why, why am I not, you know, t- taking some time and offering those services to other people because I absolutely love it. And what I was, the feedback I was getting was you know this this stuff is is great why aren't you you know why aren't you putting yourself out there so I started up a Facebook page and started selling from a Facebook page nice yeah awesome love it and finally what about uh, a little bit about about you what what do you love I love reading I love wellness I love walking on the beach, however cliche that sounds. All I want to do at the moment, <laughs> even though it's rainy and wet in Melbourne today. And I just, and after, after the, you know, the recent isolation, I'm loving being outdoors. Like give me a sunny spot outside and I'm happy to just sit on the grass, um, whether it's watching the kids or playing with the kids or writing something. I just love being outside. Yeah, so that's me. That's me personally. Love it. I can definitely relate to being outside as well. So... <laughs> Go away, rain, come out, sun, please. Yeah. Could not agree more. Being Melbournians, we're also stuck here. So, <laughs> awesome. So, let's dive into today's topic, which of course is copywriting. And I, I guess the, the, the biggest question, this one I, I might hand straight over to you what actually is copywriting? It's funny. When I first started, and I'd say, oh, you know, I help small businesses with their copywriting. People would be like, you'd see their face change and they'd be like, copywriting? It's this. And, you know, really it's all, it's the words on a page that make you take an action. Mm-hmm. So when you go to a website, it's those words. But the difference with copywriting is that they're there to help the person take an action. So they read something and they're like, yes, I really want that. Yes, I understand what that's, that is about and that's what I need in my life right now. So it has to be customer-centric. So it has to be talking to the reader and it has to be about them to help connect with them so that they take that action, whether that's download an ebook or, you know, attend that free webinar or pay for something. Perfect. How Great would you describe it, Emma? Well, basically the, exactly the same thing. It, it's, it's its own art form or science of, of writing. It's, it's its own unique writing style. And that's what it's for. It, it, it's words for people to take an action. I, I guess it, originally it was for sales, you know, that ads are there, the words were there to get people to want something, to buy something. And, and that's what it's there for. And it is a very specially crafted 
form of writing. You know, it's not story writing, it's not creative writing, it's it's not business writing, it's it's its own art form. And it, it, it's so interesting that so many people hear the word copywriting and they just have this blank look on their face because they don't know what it we, is. <laughs> and that's okay. Like, you know, we don't know every single word in the dictionary. And it's yeah. and, and and I love the way, you know, we're both in the same industry and we've described it in different ways, mm-hmm. different words, because we're so, you know, we're different in our own ways, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So then what's, what's the importance then of, of good copywriting? Why, why is it so, so important? As, as we were just saying, like it talks to that reader, it talks to that audience. So you can't talk to everybody. So I talk to service-based businesses. So if service-based businesses were to take what I write and try, uh, if a product-based business took what I write for service-based businesses, it may not actually translate. So that's why I talk to a particular niche. Mm-hmm. Um, so I talk to that audience and I talk to them about their pain points and pre- present a unique solution for them to mm-hmm. help solve their problem. It's basically talking to them in a language that they understand, selling them the benefits. So it's not about I offer, you know, this, this and this. It's about, you know, what my offering does for them. What does it do? What what does it get them? So where where are they at at the moment? What problem are they faced with? And how do I fix it to make it go away? And how will they feel after that? So it's all about the feelings and creating that connection with them through the language and, and the visuals as well. Mm, of, of course. So uh, obviously it's, it, it's crucial because if you're not connecting with people, then you're, you're not going to grow your business or sell your service or sell your products because if, if they can't relate to what they're reading, um, then it's, it's just not going to work definitely not going to be effective but yeah right. all in all everyone it's very important for business <laughs> um now let's let's look over the different types of of copywriting um because there are so many different forms of of it of of course so what what are the different types of copywriting dora so there's conversion copy there's online and print copy um, there's video scripts, there's creative copy, there's public relations copy, there's sales copy. Oh, and then there's SEO copy. I forgot about that one. Um, and then you've got things like technical things like white papers and industry guides as well. So there's there's so many different, like it, 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 there's so many different types of copy. I'm mm. sure I've missed lots as well. Mm. Uh, uh, to them? Goodness. <laughs> Um, well, I guess there's even, if, if you really want to break it down, people specify in, in different areas. So you can have website copywriters, which, you know, know exactly that form of the copy. Um, of course, there's ad copywriters, you know, that are writing, um, I guess, modern ads now, Facebook ads and Instagram ads. Um, yep. You know, of course, let's still not forget the old medias, you know, of writing TV ads and radio ads and newspaper ads and, and everything like that. <laughs> There's, there, there is so many forms of it. And I think people probably should understand as well that if, if you want a specific type of copy written, it's always best to go to that copywriter that is an expert in, in that one. You know, whereas I could probably write a technical white paper, but... It's not my expertise, <laughs> you know, and it's it's not my passion. So it's it's something for me that it's not going to be the best result for the business. 
you know, it's, it's, it's really important to understand that so many copywriters specialize in, in the areas because there's so many. And then of course, one that we we've discussed before is, is this big sort of word of sales copy. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Good old sales copy. (laughs) Good old sales copy. And I think it goes back before to what copywriting actually is it, it really is a form of of selling it, it's writing words to initiate an, an action and nine times out of ten that that action is for someone to purchase something or to want something to desire something um that's right yeah so i i think when people like specifically ask for i want sales copy uh, they really need to understand that copywriting is actually that that form and what what we're crafting is, is sales copy yeah but it's not the salesy sleazy kind of copy so it's 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 persuasive and it's mm-hmm. it connects with your reader but it's not it doesn't scream you know you get a set of free knives with this or you know it's not that old school selling yeah, yeah absolutely because that that doesn't work anymore we've we've seen no. you know we've we've, yep. we've seen all those tv ads we've seen we've been screamed at to buy everything and it, it doesn't work um so it, it's i think it's really important to educate people that that most copy is actually sales copy yep unless your business is looking to be that 90s information you know be a dem teller like perhaps it is <laughs> then we would construct the copy yeah. in that way you know <laughs> that's right and, and you know those knife those free knives still appeal to some audiences right so you know it, Absolutely. it, could, it could be done that way too hmm. so it, it and it all goes back to who is your audience and really nailing who that is because that's how you create the best copy by really honing in and knowing who you're talking to and you can't talk to everyone because then no one will listen because the messages will be too broad and you know the best copy is the one where you go to the website and you're like yes what I'm reading resonates this is exactly how I'm feeling I'm feeling in the dumps and I really need this thing that will fix my problem and make me feel you know a million dollars so you know it really goes back to who are you targeting that was so amazingly said it just makes me want to cheer (laughs) (laughs) amazing it's so true it's it's just so true it all all goes back to understanding your target audience as as intimately as you know your underpants drawer right (laughs) 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 so then touching a little bit more what 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 does it really do what what does copywriting do for for a business so if the copywriting hits the nail on the head like if it really talks to that audience it can really transform a business so it can create those real connections with the reader and then it converts that reader into a customer or a client so it makes them take that action it makes them buy or download that book whatever the action was you might just want to educate them so they change their mind if it if it's nailed, then yes, it will it will transform the business. It will it can really boost. It will boost the growth of it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and and you and I have have seen that through um, a copy we've done for for our clients. Um, you know, it really does transform them because if 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 you're speaking 
the right way to that business's target audience and it, it, you're going to get them to convert to buy and it's, it's going to transform and grow your business there's just no other way around it we've seen it happen yeah. firsthand you know absolutely and as a business owner you know attracting the right client to your business you know is just awesome it's the best feeling especially if you want to work with a particular type of person like mm. you know we've we've got quite different you know target audiences even though we both do the same thing but I want to work with a particular type of person and that lights me up. So that's really important for me. So if you're, if you're a business owner and you're nailing your messaging and you're connecting with the right people that you want to connect with, not only will it grow your business, but it will help. It'll build your confidence and it will, you'll be doing the stuff that you really love to work on. Yeah, that's, that's wonderful, which actually is the perfect lead into our next topic is, is what, What's the importance of niching? So what's, what's the importance of your, your business honing in and, and having uh, a specific niche? It does lead very nicely into that question. Um, <laughs> so my niche as a business owner has helped me hone my skills and really understand my client so I can connect with them and I can offer them the best services. So I'm not going to offer them a service that, you know, isn't going to fix their problem or doesn't suit their needs or doesn't suit their budget. You know, there's no, there's no point. So if I really understand my niche and I really understand who I'm targeting, then, you know, it will really boost the growth of my business. So yeah, well-defined niches really help you understand your industry and your, and your target audience to, um, yeah, nail that copy and grow your business. Mm, absolutely. And, and help helps your business grow because you're serving those clients to exactly what it is that they need. And you specialize in that area of copy in this example. So one, you're going to be killer at what you do and you know, you're going to really, really help those people and and niches are just, they're so important. And I think as a business owner, once you know that person that you want to work with, it does, it lights up your day. It, It changes everything. It does. Absolutely. You know, it's, it's just amazing that you can get up every day and work with the people that you want to work with, you know, yeah. it's, it's a dream. <laughs> 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 and let, let's have a quick chat about how, how our businesses differ due to our niche is, of course, um, if, even though we, we do, the exact same thing we offer the same services yeah so i target service-based businesses and yourself um Gemma, do you yeah. want to talk about what who you target yeah so i i target service-based businesses myself as well but but my niche is female creative entrepreneurs like myself so even though our niches are similar they're, they're almost completely different and we could have crossovers but there's enough work out there for for everyone right and yeah, absolutely. you and I as well where we are very different people so we attract different people through our personalities and and our brands and our copy and and how we market ourselves which brings us back to me working with the people I want to work with and you working with with your people Exactly. And you want to work with people that light you up and, you know, you are very creative and, you know, I get why you've gone for that, you know, niche because, you know, it totally, it totally suits you, um, you know, and it, 
you know, and I love working for service, like with service-based businesses. So that's, mm-hmm. you know, that's what I love to do. And I love to help that, you know, that niche. So, um, yeah. And like you said, we have different personalities. We market ourselves differently. We have different branding. And, and I guess this is where the marketing side comes in as well. We're mm-hmm. also unique and so different. You don't want to create a brand or a business that, mimics anyone else in the market you want to create your own and stand in your own power and confidence in Mm. what you do um and look at everyone else as not competition but as you know the community that you're in we're all business owners and we should all be supporting each other absolutely it's it's so important now because especially from our backgrounds of most people's backgrounds i I think it, it was always such a push on competition and no you're you're in competition with that business you're in competition with that person you're in competition with that competitor you know but it, it it's just transformed now the 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 other way like we're in the same space we have similar target audiences but they're niched down deeper you know but due to our marketing and who we are we're, we're attracting different people and and you and i are both our unique brands offering the same thing and it's it's so important for other female business owners to understand that and and to embrace it you know it's female power i say (laughs) (laughs) absolutely how do we collaborate together you you and i like we're each other's work wives we turn to each other for for help chin wags whinge about things to celebrate successes to you know how here's my blog help me like give it an edit and a proofread you know like how 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 do we support each other in in that way i think i think we support each other in so many ways like whether we're having a bad day and we reach out to the other or if we message each other and we're like hey how are you and the other says i'm having a really you know great day or whatever so we celebrate our wins, we celebrate our ups and our downs. Um, sometimes we just don't celebrate, we just do whatever, you know, like we went for a walk, you know, and we just chatted, you know, and, you know, we know we've got each other's backs. We know that if we need anything, we can call on each other. If we get stuck with something or we come up into a tricky situation, whether it's, you know, something we haven't worked on before or, you know, something we're stuck with words, we're like, hey, what do you think, you know? We go for dinners and coffees and I guess we just encourage each other and we're accountable to each other. So, you know, I'll say to you, I really need to work on this and you check in on me and I do the same to you. So it's that accountability and we understand where each other's coming from because we're in the same industry, working on the same things and facing the same challenges and the same wins. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's great. And it, it just really, you know, aside even from the accountability, it's it's the support. I my closest friends and family, I guess, were, aren't business owners. They have other jobs and do other things. So when, when you don't have other people around you that are, are doing what you're doing, you know, you, you need that support and, and collaboration and push sometimes because it can be difficult when other people don't understand what you do, you know? Yep, absolutely. And it's different running your own business and working for someone else. And it's and it's different being a copywriter from, you know, other businesses, you know, running other businesses. So, you know, and that's a great thing about, you know, having someone who's got your back, who understands the industry and how it works and, you know, the ups and the downs. Absolutely. And I really appreciate having you around to bounce ideas off and brainstorm. And yeah, no, it's great. 
Well, right, right back at you. Trust me. <laughs> Let's lead into some tips. So tips for our other awesome female business owners out there and, and some key takeaways they can ingest today and, and walk away with to help improve and embrace collaboration over competition. Yeah, cool. So I guess my number one tip is don't see people in your industry as your enemy or as your competitor. We all do the same things, but we all do them differently. We all have different training. We have different background. We have a different story to tell and we attract different people. So just because we're in the same industry doesn't mean we have to be competitors or enemies. We can be on the same side supporting each other. Like we've, we've proved that through our story, you know, through this podcast, through what we do on a weekly basis, you know. Number one tip is don't see them as you, don't see other people in your industry as, you know, as your enemy. My second tip is we can all learn from each other. We can use our knowledge to help others grow and they can help by sharing their story and what they've learned to help us grow. So let's lift each other up, be kind and make the world go round. That was lovely. Almost bringing a tear to my eye there. (laughs) (laughs) That was wonderfully said. Ladies, let's embrace collaboration over competition. You know, don't, don't see other people in, in your industry as the enemy. It's, or, or as your competitor. It's so well said. And we can always learn from each other. There's always something new to learn. No, no matter how long you've been doing something, that you're always going to learn something, you know, Absolutely. no matter what. Moving on then, wonderful Dora, can you tell me, where can our listeners find you? So I'm on Facebook and Instagram. I'm at, at Dora Nicolau online and my website is doranicolau.com.au. That's N-I-K-O-L-A-O-U. Because it's a difficult one to spell. It took me ages when I got married to learn how to spell my surname. (laughs) I'm right with you there with the long, difficult to spell and pronounce surname. So, (laughs) Yeah, I'm not going to try and say yours. (laughs) Okay, no one can. It's fine. (laughs) Unless you're Italian. (laughs) <laughs> so I, I just I'll thank you so much for, for coming on. I think it was really important to help our listeners understand how to embrace collaboration, how to em- embrace the people who, you know, may be your competitors, but, but aren't really how, you know, we, we lift each other up and explain a bit more about copywriting to those who still get a bit confused as to what it is. But thank you so much for coming in, Dora. Thank you so much for having me, Gemma, and for being an amazing support and just being awesome. Thank you. It's been, yeah, it's been great since since we've met and since we've, we haven't been able to see each other lately, but, you know, it's been lovely even just knowing someone's there supporting supporting me. So thank you. Oh, you're, you're so welcome. And, and same back at, at you. So that's, that's a wrap for this week's episode. And as always, to our fellow kick-ass women out there, business owners, fellow work wives, remember you are not alone because collaboration is power. And most importantly, we all get it. Thanks for tuning into our podcast. If you enjoyed it, hit subscribe. If you'd like to learn more, then check out our website, www.workwifewinetime.com.au. While you're there, jump on our mailing list to receive special updates and offers from our guests. Until next time, take care and drink responsibly.